welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All Stars Season 3, Episode 2, titled Divas Lip Sync Live. My name is Joe Batance, and I am joined, as always, by one perpetually grumpy co-host. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... I got some foot in ass. To Taylor... <laughs> To Taylor, <laughs> the latte boy. Hello, Taylor, the latte boy. Hello, Joseph. Hi, how are you? You're in a good mood today. I'm I am surprised. I think it's slap happy. I think I'm actually slap happy. I've worked a very long day today yeah. that actually involved being evacuated from a building. <gasps> so, yeah. Oh, my God. I showed up at – I work on Thursdays. We're taping this on a Thursday. Uh, right after I, the episode. Right after that. Right is our after dedication the to our craft and to all you wonderful people. We tape right after the show is over. We're even we're even before this uh, After Buzz TV because they do the West Coast after the West Coast feed. Well, that's – Yeah. You know, have you listened to After Buzz TV? Yeah. And you know what's so funny? We're doing it right after the show just like they do and ours will still be more organized. <laughs> So I went into – I'm at a different office on Thursdays, and I walked in, and apparently somewhere over the course of the night, the faucet burst in the kitchen, kitchen slash break room of this building, and water shot up into the ceiling and brought down the ceiling in the kitchen, and everything was flooded in the back half of the uh, building. This sounds like a so. gum commercial. It like, does kind of sound like a gum commercial, only it's, you know, Skittles flying out and everything. So. Oh, no, so isn't it like a gum commercial like where like you, you chew the gum and it's so minty and fresh that like, like, it floods the building? I feel like it's a gum – it's like a hot blonde guy with wispy hair. That wispy hair that you know when he's 35 will be bald, right? Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful when you're 17 or 19, but when you're mm-hmm. 35, you ha- it's gone, right? Yeah. And he just like – he and he does that thing where they bend the gum where like – when I just put look, when this is a now this is very visual, but I'm gonna do it for Taylor and, and we'll see. But this is how I put gum in my mouth, right? <laughs> and on these commercials, they just like they bend the stick. Now let me ask you a question. Actually, this is a good question. Okay, have you ever, when you're alone, either with a, a can of some sort of soda or with a gum, like done it like you're in a commercial? You know where you like, okay, I have to. Admit, I've done this many times where I hold. The, so the label is out, right? No, I, I I can honestly say I don't think I have. Oh, I do it all the time by myself, and I, this is the first time I've ever talked about it. Where the label's by itself, and it's then probably like, good that this is the first time that you're talking about. You know, it. I actually had a, a can of soda earlier today. So I wanted to do, hold on. There's a trash can. I know this is very visual, but I want to show you. So where I'm like. I hold it just, which is funny because the the actual opening of the soda wouldn't actually work here. But no, I was going to say, yeah. But I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the look on his face right now is this weird, cheesy, <laughs> goofy smile. Plus, you've also got the crazy hair. You need a haircut. I need a haircut. So yeah. you look like a homeless person. <laughs> Well, I'm not too far from one. I'm going to tell you something. There's two things I hate. Getting car washes and haircuts. I hate anything where you have to wait. So I would have hated this evacuation today. No, oh, it wasn't it wasn't like an evacuation like where they said everybody get out. Well, they did, but it was a I walked in and then a f- I, I saw one client 
And then as I opened the door, there was one coworker that was panicked about this because she panics about everything. And I literally opened the door and she is standing a f- like an inch away from the door. So when I opened it, I actually jumped back and she said, wait, 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 what did you do? I literally jumped back. Yes, I did that. This is I, I jumped into three women <laughs> that all have on similar, similar matching dresses with big shoulder pads on a shitty set from the 80s. And did weird little jump jump kicks. I remember in my, in my kitten heels. When I was a kid, my mom, well, my whole life, my mom was a, a nursing home administrator. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, probably around the time the song came out, I went to her facility. And there were like these three black women. I called them the Pointer Sisters. And I got in <laughs> so much trouble. <laughs> well, they, they, they were like tall, lean Do black women. Faces? Oh, yeah. I used to think I used to think I, was, I used to think I was like Gary Coleman, and then I would walk around with like witticisms, and then there was an, there was like an audience. No, well, I don't know. But they probably talk about a shitty kid I was behind my back, but, but I was the boss's son. So, oh, oh, that's my favorite story of the day. That's better than being evacuated. And that's yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um. Okay, so let me stop this. Okay, we're going to come back to that song. Yeah. yeah but we are. Yeah, we are. Taylor and I are going to jump. It's the only... So that shake that you felt yeah. on Thursday night around the world. Yeah. That was us jumping. That Richter scale <laughs> movement that you saw. Now, uh, so you were saying, so, so how did we get on this? Because I was talking about having to evacuate from my building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody looked at so the sisters. So I jumped back because mm-hmm. of this, and she said... Are the head of our program she says we need to leave right away, mm-hmm. and I said okay. Like she's standing in the doorway, so I'm like, move. I, you know, plus my client needs to get out, and I said, do we have to leave? I mean, she goes, well, she talked to the vice president. The vice president says we have to go, and da da da. da. I said, okay. I said Mike oh, Pence. Have- no, not that, but our agency vice president. Oh. So I said, okay, are we on a sinkhole right now? And she said, no. I said, okay, well, I'm going to make a couple phone calls because I have clients coming in, mm-hmm. and then we can leave. And oh, she, was, wow. she was being very anxious. So I did I did a Joe Batanz move before I stood in front of her. And if the number starts 727, I did 7, 2. How is that a Joe Batanz thing? What are you talking about? Because that's something you would do. That's one of those passive aggressive things you would do to drive somebody nuts. And it worked. I said, what would Joe do right now? <laughs> the, it's the opposite. It's basically also what Satan do. It's what would right. Satan or what would Joe do? Now, uh, you know, I, I, little known fact, we often do uh, evacuations here on the show. Uh, after season seven, we did one and Donna left <laughs> and Stop. never came back. Stop it. We've had one other one too, but we won't talk about that. This week, the girls portray legendary divas. <laughs> Thorgy is super insecure. Milk is overly secure. And the girls take their shot. Their one shot at redemption. Thorgy and Kennedy are placed in the bottom two, while Shangela and Ben are forced to lip sync for their legacy. In the end, Shangela was named the winner, and she asked Thorgy Thor to sashay away. Taylor, name two things you liked about the episode, and one thing you did not. Okay, one thing that I did not like was I did not like 
milk this episode. Milk, milk is super cute to look at. Don't get me wrong, but the more obnoxious and dripping with white privilege, bravado, it 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 makes him less attractive as time goes on. The two things I did like were while I did not like the divas thing on a whole for the most part, I loved Shangela's Mariah. I thought she did a great job encapsulating that, mm-hmm. and I really for the most part loved almost all of the redemption looks. A couple in particular, I was really, really impressed with. And we'll talk about that when we get to the looks. But one in particular made me genuinely happy when I saw her. So what about you? I'm going to say you stole mine across the board. Uh, I'll okay. try and think of one that I didn't like. Uh, something else I didn't like. Um, okay, okay. I really don't like the rigor Morris against Thorgy Thor. I felt yeah. I felt there was a little bit of rigor Morris, and I kind of almost feel like the editors maybe were even sort of feeling it themselves and calling it out. I mean, it is a good story, so they're not going to ignore that. But like, we'll get we'll get into that. I think, but uh, but no, with you, like, I really like the redemption look. I think that this is a, this is a challenge they should do all the time in All Stars. This should be a regular All Stars challenge. I completely agree with that. Uh huh. And I'm gonna say the other thing I liked as well was you know what I'll say I liked Aja's. Amy Winehouse. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. That, that, right. that wasn't one of my favorites, but it wasn't. There were only a couple that a were couple like I did them. not like. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, after the elimination, Ben walked into the workroom and shared with the girls how she felt. This sucks. But you got $10,000, girl. But um, it's like not winning. It's like, feels really bad. Later, the girls asked Aja who she would have sent home. So, if you, Miss Thang, had won that lip sync, what is in your titty? I chose uh, Chi Chi. Oh, there it is. It's uncomfortable because. It was really just based on the judges giving her a harder, like, critique for everything. Right before the break, Shangela used Game of Thrones to describe herself. Taylor, do you watch this Game of Thrones? Uh, I'm familiar. So did you understand what she was saying? Yeah. I know, I, I don't, I mean, I know a lot of people watch Game of Thrones, but I know almost an equal number of people who don't watch Game of Thrones. So I wonder if they're like, are they like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? No, I think most people, know, especially Daenerys Targaryen, I think is <clears throat> kind of well known. She's probably one of the main characters that everybody knows. So she's probably better known as Khaleesi. If she's a Khaleesi. But this feels very, and we just did, or you guys just did All Stars 1. Um, this feels very, in a couple of years, much like Chad's using Hunger Games yeah. references. Mm-hmm. This th- this is going to feel kind of like the Hunger Games references. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I I think it's I think it's dangerous to use pop culture references, and they're doing it with Handmaid's Tale. Where, but you know what? The way they're doing it with Handmaid's Tale, they're not they're not directly saying Handmaid's Tale. Does that make sense? Is Chad, so that could also just always be any scary movie or. Uh, horror movie that they're doing with that. Um, okay, so uh, back to this stuff right here. So what yeah. did you think about Ben's tears and her being upset and whatnot? Uh, there's part of me that I think 
recognizing that the power she was the first one for this season mm-hmm. that had the power to send somebody home yeah and i think that there may have been a little bit of shell shock about that you know where it's one thing it's one thing to watch it on all stars 2 mm-hmm. it's an and and kind of sort of think you're prepared for it prepared knowing that there's a good chance that you're going to have to do it I think the idea of actually doing it may have been a little more than she was expecting. That being said, the fact that they tried to do the reframe with her as far as the, but you got $10,000, that's awesome, and you won. And she immediately went back to the negative place. There was something about that that kind of speaks to, all right, are we, are we real? you know, you're trying to take away my moment, to quote Laganja in yeah. season six. Or is it, we're not going to be able to handle this emotionally? It was it was an interesting thing to watch. I feel like on some level the tears were real. Yeah. But I don't know. We might have been milking it a little bit. You know, it's funny is if you if we would have just covered the first 15 minutes, I would have said, Oh, she's for sure this crocodile tears and milking it. And we'll get to this when we get to the lip sync. But I kind of got in the sense in the lip sync that Ben made a calculated decision where she said, and and it's good to bring it up here. You know what? I'm in the top two. I've made it. I thought the exact same thing. And I'm going to valiantly and without giving up, throw in the towel. Taylor is rubbing his nipples. No, I'm not. I'm scratching over my armpit. I'm not rubbing. With both hands going like this like taylor has taylor has his both fingers and he's doing a circular (laughs) motion around his nipples there's something he just loved you know what it was is i was discussing psychology and taylor that just fucking gets taylor off that's 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 my jam that's my bread and butter if sean cody if they sat and did therapy sessions with them before they fucked i would be i'd be paying that platinum account every single month you know you're making a joke but i think i totally would i am all about the buildup to the sex scene, like if, like a lot of times if it's if it's just like doing trauma work with them, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like I love if well you know what? God is gonna get into a sick sick place. There are some porns that I like. That, okay, I think we've talked about this enough on the show where anyone knows. I feel I have to feel the person wants to be there. Yes, if I that yes before. many times if I don't feel the person wants to be there I'm out okay but there is a weird for what I, it's it's still a version of the person wants to be there but when they're super submissive and they're like I, in fact I just saw a it, it, I do I would never see myself getting into a jack off video a hand job mm-hmm. video the, never what no I need to see full on. In your guts penetration, right? Oh, God. Okay. But this one is just a jack-off video. And it's uh, a guy, and he has a ginormous penis. And the guy's the guy who's jacking him off isn't even good-looking at all. No, opposite of good-looking. Looks like someone's, like, uh, fourth-period history teacher. And, um, but the guy's like, can I come, sir? Can I come, please, sir? And I'm like, oh, Yes. I like this very much. And so, and he, the guy comes five times. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> Came back from that dead. He was filled with the Holy Spirit multiple times. As the girls discussed the previous episode's talent show. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. That's good. But, but it's funny. But we, we still talk about Aja. 
Didn't you think because just as much with Ben and uh, I think she kind of threw the lip sync a little bit at the end. Aja got got Chi Chi being mad at Aja. Bitch, that's the fucking game. Yeah. Well, I think I think that was probably that had to have been played up. Chi Chi has to realize she was fucking lucky. Well, you know she, she did was because really when lucky. they said Morgan's name, she looked shocked. So I, for her to be surprised that Aja picked her is that's ridiculous. All right, I cut you off, so I'll let, I'll let you read it. Go ahead. The next day, as the girls discuss the previous episode's talent show, Chi Chi uses that opportunity to come for milk. The variety show was, I thought, amazing. Yeah, I had no idea who was going to yeah. be in the box. I thought about it, and um, actually, there were other people that didn't show as much talent. Mm. Do you have any opinions if you want to share them? Milk. I just felt like it really wasn't much talent there besides that it was your original song. I thought I had a wonderful mix yeah. of, of talents in there. Milk, your talent can't be Velcro. I would have loved to come on and skate for all y'all, but ice is hard to come no, by. <laughs> all right, Taylor, your thoughts on Chi Chi coming for Milk? Well, okay, can we speak to the side comments of Trixie? Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> they're very good. They're very, very good. Um, she gives good television, as you yeah. said, I think, talking about season six at one point. Um, I think that Milk is suffering from that I was the quirky club kid that was kind of cute, but now I got some national publicity and I'm doing Mark Jacobs ads and I'm I'm looked at for more than just the weird club kit aesthetic. And we're starting to get a little big in our britches. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, you're uh did you say this last week, but like um she was so in season six, which for those of you that don't know, and we'll talk about this later, trust me. On Patreon uh, last year, we covered season six, and so this season six is still very fresh in my brain. And right, season, mine too. yeah, and season six, she was very sweet and nice, and was not like this at all. She was sort of like the, you're right, the quirky club art kid who almost you you would almost have guessed she didn't know how hot she was, right? Like maybe she had no, some I, inkling, but I, like yeah. And now she's come back, and uh, she's discovered how hot she is because everyone tells her, and. Yeah, and, and and I think she she believes the hype. Yes, absolutely. She 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 definitely believes it, and all that's going to. I mean, there are some people that aren't going to give a shit. There are some people that that's going to make her even more attractive because she's the bitchy. You know, she's coming off as the bitchy a list queen. Well, there. Here's the deal. There. This is the fucking most annoying goddamn thing about our culture, the gays, is there are some gays who, whenever a person is hot, they feel they always have to defend them. Like it, it, it's almost like the person can be the worst human being ever, and they're going to defend them as if, like, um, Logan Paul was going to be like, oh, you know what? You were defending me. Come here and suck my dick. You know? No. Milk does not want to have anything to do with any of you. Okay, unless your name rhymes with Mark Jacobs, or you have some sort of fashion clout or something like that. Because I think Milk is actually like either in a very happy relationship, or that could mean they're open though in the gay world. But I don't know what their what their uh, monogamous status is. You know, what would you call monogamous status? What would you call that, Taylor, in the business? 
Uh, you mean as far as like an open relationship? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what what state their relationship is, but I know he's in a long term relationship, and and uh, but he he you know no the odds of you getting so you don't have to fucking defend him. All right, sorry about that. But I feel like people did that last season with Valentina. Valentina, yeah, they did. They thought, oh, I'm going to hook up with Valentina. And we're going to run off to Mexico together. I'm going to get her a green card. Meanwhile, she's already a citizen, okay? So she doesn't need your green card, Keith. (laughs) Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to deliver this week's Maxi Challenge. Go get a drink. It's a long one. For one night only, we're bringing back some classic TV as we throw our very own VH1 Divas Live. You'll be performing some of my greatest hits in a lip-sync extravaganza. Each of you will portray a different iconic diva. So, Melk, you'll be Celine Dion. Kennedy, you'll be Janet Jackson. Aja, you'll be Amy Winehouse. Chi-Chi, you'll be Miss Patti LaBelle. Trixie, you'll be Dolly Parton. Shangela, you'll be the elusive Chanteuse. Oh, yes. Mariah Carey. Thorgy, you shall be Stevie Nicks. Ben de la Creme, you'll be Dame Julie Andrews. Oh. And last but not least, Bibi, you shall be Miss Diana Ross. Oh. And for this week's runway, category is Redemption. We're giving you a chance to do over your most infamous drag race fashion fails. Uh, in the workroom, Thorgy bitches to Shangela about Thorgy's portrayal of Stevie Nicks in the lip sync production. I'm lucky that I have less lyrics. However, I think mine was less funny. It's really not fair. There is no way because I'm Stevie, I'm ever going to win this. And I come right after you and you literally are set up to just win. Oh, no, just based mine, girl. Let me tell you, no. Let All me right. tell you, though. If you're going to argue that, you're crazy. I could take Amy Winehouse. Oh, I know. Girl, you are brilliant. Make them all funny. I'm trying not to be like a conspiracy theorist, because that's what I was in season eight. It's just hard because I feel like I'm being set up to fail. Later, Milk was pretty confident in her characterization of Celine Dion. I love my part. Okay. When it comes to impersonating Celine, I am feeling good. These other girls will have a tough act to follow. What are you I, wearing? I'm wearing her Met Gala outfit from this past year, which is like a silver leotard with like a Versace dress. Do you over think everybody's going to recognize that? Like, I don't know how iconic that was because I didn't. I, pay I can't attention. think of anything she wears except that backwards suit. The reason I wanted to choose the Met Gala thing was because this year her fashion star Banana. is on the rise. I did this one event where I performed Celine in front of... Oh, you've done Celine before? Yeah, in front of the guy that was the event planner for her wedding. So as soon as he saw me performing, he's like, oh my God, that is the best Celine. All right, Taylor the Latte Boy, we have a lot to unpack here. First of all, your thoughts on the challenge itself. I thought the challenge was not one of their better lip sync challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't. I, I. I. The concept of it is great. I thought the music was horrible. <laughs> I thought the the music stylings that they did was just not 
very good. I, I, somebody at one point was talking about the whole history of the world versus this one, and I feel like history of the world was better, even though I didn't necessarily enjoy that one as much. Mm-hmm. Um, or I didn't enjoy that one generally. This just felt like you were you were kind of focused on what song they were doing, but it didn't really sound like a RuPaul song. But it didn't really sound like their performer that was singing, with the exception of a couple of people. And it it just it, was, ugh, it just wasn't necessarily my favorite. Um, I agree to some degree with Thorgy's comment on there was no way she was going to win as Stevie Nicks. Wait, hold on for a second. I want to jump in here. I want to jump. I want to talk about the challenge. Okay. One. Um, well, th- what you were saying is. Uh, correct, because I feel this is now, again, we're feeling the loss of Lucian Piani. I thought of that at one point watching this. Because All-Stars 2, that uh, the history of the world was, I think, probably the last thing he did for them. Uh, I could be wrong there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure people will correct me. But it's one of, if not the last thing he did for RuPaul's Drag Race. And um, even though his songs were cheesy, they sort of worked in those challenges. And I think we felt it. And what's funny is they clearly use the same voice actresses. And so a lot of the characters, yeah, they clearly didn't know what to do. So they used RuPaul songs because they had no one to write the songs. And the characters, a lot of them rhymed with the characters from All Stars 2. So the the Trixie's Dolly Parton was like um, Annie Oakley. Mm -hmm. And I felt like Julie Andrews was like Princess Diana. And mm-hmm. I sort of felt like uh, Celine Dion was uh, sort of a rhyme with Detox's Marie Antoinette. You know, so they had a lot of the similar themes going uh, as that history of the world. Even the end had that, like, um, similar kick line ending. Yeah, 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 where it's like, they say that we're the girls who come in the mall and buy all the things that Spencer gives. And you're like, oh, okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good off the top of your head. That was, I'm impressed. We are the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show. Yeah. Um, I just looked it up and the lyrics for the baddest bitches in history were written by Lucian Piani. Okay. According to a random website that I'm at that may or may not be true. <laughs> Called LucianPiani.com. <laughs> So yeah, okay. so uh, yeah, so so there was a lot of rhyming. Two again, the the drag queens are the worst actresses ever. So when RuPaul's naming what character they are, they're like, oh, "What? I I I'm Celine Dion? I I I'm Amy Winehouse? Like, bitch, you brought the fucking outfit, right? Who did you think it was for? So." Even though Grant- that would be an awesome, that would actually be an awesome challenge. That would be an awesome spin on a challenge if they told Aja bring an Amy Winehouse outfit, and then when she got there, they said, "Okay, so we're going to do something different. Everybody, give your outfit to the person to your left." Oh yeah, and then they have to adjust it. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good challenge. Okay, so that was my thoughts on the challenge. Okay, now you were saying about Thorgy. I interrupted you. Thorgy, yeah, Thorgy, that performance or that part of the song there mm-hmm. was no way she was ever going to win she's absolutely right i don't know that she could would have ended up in the bottom two had she not gotten in her head but it's you know compared to some of the other 
performances that were much longer and had a lot more going on with them, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that she would be, she would start down that primrose path. But the problem is at some point you have to know to stop doing that because then you're so focused on what everybody else has and what you don't have. And you get, you end up in the weeds and that's how you end up getting sent home. Um, Yeah. You know, what's funny is when you're watching it, you're like, oh, you know, it's Thorgy. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you're watching it, you're thinking like, oh, this crazy person, you know? But then once you saw the the production, you're like, no, they fucked with her. Yeah. Okay, but, well, not only did they fuck with her, but they did sort of give Shangela the Black China role. Like Thor- Yeah, okay, that's a good analogy. Thorgy should have been Black China. And so that's why Thorgy was particularly picking on Shangela, because... Because you could almost get it in a challenge where, like, there's team captains, and then Rue has nothing to do with it, and they assign it. But this is one where the show assigned it, and Trixie, I mean, Thorgy had one that, it, like, Stevie Nicks is a disadvantage. How do you do Stevie Nicks, you know? Yeah, they talked about the, they talked about, well, she could have come out in a witch's hat, or she come out with a magic wand, because she's supposed to be a witch and everything. But the problem with that is... That kind of changes the character, I think, into a caricature. Yeah, and no one else that, did that. And nobody else did that. Well, Mariah slightly, but not to the degree that they wanted Thorgy to do that. And also, it sounds like Thorgy is, in many ways, a big Stevie Nicks fan. And I didn't think wanted to do anything that could be considered offensive to Stevie Nicks. You're right, but I I remember I, when I look at the list, I'll remember who. But there were some that didn't do like is Trixie's much different from 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 Thorgy's performance. Well, is Trixie's much different, much different, more different than Trixie's normal performance? Yeah, kind of just looked like a Trixie performance. Yeah, so, other than the fact she had in big boobs. Yeah, so like I don't know, I don't under I don't understand why Thorgy. They they had it in for Thorgy, like the way they were just like stone faced, and it wasn't like it was any different from any of the other middle of the road ones. And honestly, I thought other. I mean, the makeup was definitely very Thorgy, but I thought she looked a lot like her. She did a really good job with the makeup of trying to at least resemble Stevie Nicks. Yeah, some of the other ones like Chichi, other than the hair thing and and her dance moves, did not look anything like Patti Labelle. Or Kennedy didn't look like Janet Jackson. Yeah, I, I want to talk. I want to get back to Kennedy. Well, well we're yeah, going to get to that. But that. the point is, like, th- so they already give her a hard character with Stevie Nicks. And then Shangela, let's get to Shangela. That was probably the best written one. Yeah. You know, like, that was probably the strongest written character. And it, it actually legitimately was funny. And they gave and she it. does that right before Stevie Nicks. So that's like. You know, yeah. So it's like it, there was Rigor Morris. I'm claiming Rigor Morris, and then finally Milk with her Celine Dion uh, braggadocio speech. <laughs> I am looking at the outfit right now, the Met Gala outfit. Mm-hmm. Milk's outfit looked nothing like that. Oh, really? Milk's outfit had all these like weird panels that just kind of hung from the bottom of it that hung it. Whereas this dress, it's not an attractive dress even on Celine Dion. But it really, when you think about it, when if you look at pictures of it and then look at pictures of what Milk was wearing, plus I didn't get uh, maybe maybe let me see if I can find a picture close up of her hair. Oh no, she did kind of have crazy hair, so or maybe she didn't. I don't know. 
but just the hair and everything just was not a good it was not it was just not a good performance so for her to be as surprised as she was at the end oh we'll get to that yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, ridiculous during the rehearsal with todrick hall the girls took their chance to shine in front of one of the judges kennedy struggled in rehearsal bb didn't do much acting ben was overwhelmed and thorgy was insecure at one point thorgy noticed she wasn't being used as much and made it known okay we can move on to the next girl can i have trixie thanks for including me oh she gets a giant guitar prop got it Meanwhile, Shangela angered Milk by remaining in character and acting the diva role as Mariah Carey. Shangela, step down from your high horse and just chill. All right, guys, we're pulling clips at the last minute, so I don't know what sense that clip made. Okay, Taylor, your thoughts uh, on uh, Thorgy being insecure during rehearsal and sort of speaking up and saying she wanted to be in the background of a number and also Shangela's behavior as Mariah Carey. Uh, I think it was Shangela said something that was very profound, I thought. And that was that Thorgy compares herself to everybody else mm-hmm. in the competition. And that is where Thorgy's downfall begins. I think that a true competitor in this show works on themselves and works towards making themselves mm-hmm. better and taking the notes and rather than comparing against everybody else's notes and what everybody else has done and what everybody else is feeling, focusing on yourself and making yourself better to be your own competitor, to compete against yourself, to try to get be- try to be the best contestant mm-hmm. you can be. Thorgy doesn't do that. Thorgy, I mean, even in this episode, Thorgy brought up Bob. Yes. Again, at one point during the, like, like, okay, that was two yeah. years ago and we're still holding on to that. Let go. you you will lead a much happier life if you let that go. Guess what? You didn't win the season. You thought you were going to. You feel like Bob took away your crown. Guess what? Bob took away your crown. Move but on. But why? I love that Thorgy thinks that were it not for Bob that she would have won, and I I don't think that's the case. And that's sort of like, well, and that goes to a delusional level that we, that that's a completely different thing. But I, yeah, it, it's. Who, if Bob didn't win, who do you think should have won of the three that were in the top, or of any of them, but in the top three? I think you go to Kim Chi next. Naomi. You think Kim Chi, if Bob wasn't part of the Mm -hmm. season at all, Kim Chi would have won season eight. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm trying trying to go through season eight. Yeah. Um, Is this assuming, oh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking Kim Chi wins. Because there was Kim Chi, Naomi, and Chi Chi. Yeah, I'm wondering who makes. I'm I'm probably thinking, actually, believe it or not, Derek Barry makes it to the finals in that case. I know it sounds weird and she was awful, uh, but I feel she makes it to the finals. I'm sure you could make a case too for Acid Betty going farther because uh, she was very talented, but I don't think she would win, and nor do I think uh, Derek Barry would win. I still think you're you're seeing a Kim Chi win, just because she was just so yeah different. She was she, her her makeup styles which makeup styling was just so different. She didn't lip sync the entire run of the show. Uh mm-hmm. she her looks were always fierce. She was funny, you know. Uh yeah, I think it goes to Kim Chi. I, I I don't even put Thorgy even up there. Yeah, even if Kim Chi is not there. 
Thorgy would have been the one that did the video with them, and then they edited yeah. her out of the video. Yeah, and that's assuming Kimchi and Bob weren't there. But um, yeah, she's still stuck on this. But you know what happens a lot of times with these drag queens too is they're on the show and they're surrounded by people who all they want to do is talk about their season. So they think everyone is always aware of their season, a la Morgan walking in and saying, "I look pretty good for a dead bitch." Yeah, they think everyone's talking about them all the time and is totally aware of what they're doing all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's my thoughts on Thorgy. Uh, Sh- what are your thoughts on Shangela? Shangela, I did not like the whole diva thing. I get what she was trying to do. It felt like a joke that went too long. Yeah. As far as that, you know, if she had just kind of come in late and made a couple of jokes and then got to work, because my thought was. I would be pissed if I was the other contestants because I'm sure each of them only gets a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to rehearse. And if we're going to do this where we're going to take our time walking up and we're going to have these conversations and stuff like that, I, I would th- I would it would piss me off on one hand because it would feel like a waste of time when I could be doing other things. But then there's another part of me that thinks if you want to waste your time pretending to be Mariah Carey, girl, by all means – do what you got to do. If that shaves into your time that you need to learn choreography and stuff, then you Don't do you it. think, and I remember thinking this at the time, I was watching it, that Lucian Piani was like this towards the end as well, where Todrick was a little extra because he knew what he was going to be on TV, so he was a little extra. No, see, and I kind of liked that about Todrick. I remember when Todrick was on season nine, he, he did some of the choreography with some of them, and he's just... He just kind of tells it like it is. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that in him. Whereas I feel like when you have the other guy that comes in, the guy with the muscles and the bald head, um, whose name I cannot remember, and some of the other choreographers that they've had, they're very like, well, you might want to try this or you might want to do this, where he's just like, girl. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, the muscle. Yeah, I don't remember that guy's name. They're always, and they're like, yeah. oh, whenever they go, oh, damn, girl, Lewis Gossett Jr. realness. And yeah. yeah, they they go crazy over him. He's just like, or back when Candace Kane used to be their choreographer. Oh yeah, back in the early seasons. Was she known for being a dancer, Candace Kane? I don't know. I always thought Candace Kane was really, really pretty. It's elimination day, and the girls apply their makeup and make time for some mirror moments. Shangela is worried about showing her look in front of Vanessa Williams, who was a judge on the Redemption Look episode. The girls have a talk about their portrayal on their individual seasons, and Thorgy, once again, lets her inner saboteur out of the closet. I feel like I'm much more talented and much better than people give me credit for, and I'm always talked over. Why do you feel like people over-talk you? Uh, okay, your thoughts. This is a good time for Taylor, armchair, not armchair therapist, actual therapist Taylor to do some, uh, a little bit of work here, Taylor. I know you worked all day today, but what, 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 what are you, what are you hearing here from Thorgy? Um, Well, I mean, I kind of talked about it before that, that we get in, we're comparing ourselves to others versus focusing on our own journey. We're focusing on the journey of others at this point. Bob was a larger than life presence in in that season mm-hmm. and as a result you know bob's plan worked perfectly in that the attention was placed on thorgy was placing her attention on bob and what bob was doing rather than focusing her attention on what thorgy needed to do to win the crown 
And I see that a lot with clients where they are so focused on particularly like exes and stuff and what exes are doing and who exes are sleeping with or dating or that kind of stuff. And I've had uh, I had a session last week with a guy where I said, the next time you come in, we're not talking about the ex anymore. To which he got offended. He's like, well, I thought that this was about what, you know, I thought this was about what I want to talk about. I said, it normally is. I said, but we need a break from this because I think that once you realize that your life continues moving on after this person and you don't put all of your focus on what he's posting on Facebook or he where he's going with the new boyfriend or the trips that they're planning and all that kind of stuff and you start focusing on you, you will get to where you don't give a shit about what's going on with that person anymore. I give you permission to admit that it was me. No, it wasn't you. I would say it if it was you. For once. For once in my life, Joe wasn't talking about Cameron. Not like he always did before. All right. Um, you know, yeah, she has. We talked about, you're right. We did talk about this at length before. She, Thorgy has this fixation on Bob. I'm torn. I'm, I'm torny torn on this episode because... She, you're right. She's bitching and moaning with conspiracy theories, and you're so stupid. <laughs> and um, but the point is, again, in this episode, she's kind of right. You know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna say maybe this is the quality of the drag queens. They've been around the block or whatnot. The mirror moments felt very natural this time around. Well, they were all talking about themselves. What did you th- enough about me? What did you think of me? That was kind of what the mirror moment was this time. It was, but on other episodes, it sort of felt like, okay, now I said it. Now it's your turn. It felt like a much more natural right. conversation, uh, and I was sort of pleased to hear that. Oh, I'm having trouble with my contouring. Speaking of contouring, your mom was killed in a car accident. Yeah, right? that was so yeah. season nine. Don't joke about that. <laughs> Don't joke about what? Girl, that's a callback to season nine. Oh. When when oh, they're talking about that. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they're t- I want to go back into it. They're talking about eating disorders. And the person with the most obvious eating disorder, Eureka O'Hara, makes a joke. And Sasha Velour goes, don't joke about that, fat pig. She didn't say fat pig. <laughs> but... <laughs> Hey, fat pig, don't joke about that. Let me tell you what it's like to have an eating disorder. Meanwhile, the the, the stool has been reinforced for Eureka, and she's telling Eureka uh, what it's like to have an eating disorder. Have a, have a difficult relationship. Let me tell you what it's like to have a difficult relationship with food, tubby. <laughs> oh, that made me so mad. Don't joke about that. By the way, who made Sasha Velour the mayor of Joketown? Uh, you know, Taylor, this is a, I want to pause here for a second before we go to the Divas Lip Sync Live here for a second. I want to talk about something. Okay. I want to talk, talk about Patreon. First of all, I want to talk about two things, actually. One, God, we got so many great Patreon supporters, uh, more Patreon supporters. Guys, thank you for doing it. And we had our very first, now Taylor's not going to listen to the very end because he, he doesn't want to hear any rumors or spoilers. But we had our very first episode of The Rumor Mill uh, exclusively for Patreon supporters. And uh, uh, let me tell you this about this rumor mill. We know all the rumors that are out so far. And I'm trying to like sort of like dish them out slowly because I real I didn't realize this last week. What I realized, Taylor, is well, you could do all the rumors in one episode. And then yeah. it's it's already hard enough to talk to Evan 
for <laughs> for one episode. So to, to, I didn't want to like blow my wad on that one episode, but we, yeah. but it was a lot of fun, Taylor. I'm not lying. It was a lot of fun. We, um, Evan did like, you know what? You don't know this. You'll hear this. Evan claimed he was um, like a master at the all the you could give him any RuPaul's Drag Race lip sync challenge, and he could tell you what episode it was from. He could. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, I was throwing at him. He was like, "Oh, this is Mariah versus so and so, and this episode." And you're like, "Holy shit! He knows shit." Were you just saying the song, and then he was? I played it on Spotify. And he could tell me, like, oh, this is season three. Uh, this is the one with, like, this person versus that person. Like, you know, like, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. But I don't even know who's on season three. He knows them. He knows the episode. He knows the lip syncs. So I was very pleased. But then there were people in the in the chat room who were talking about um, the Broadway stuff that came up there. For those of you who don't know, in All Stars 1, if you're a Patreon member, uh Evan and I, I challenged, he claimed to be a Broadway expert, and that was quickly found out he wasn't. But other people wanted to try it, so now we're going to have a full-on uh, name that tune with people next week. It's You know what it reminds me of, if any of you listened before, when I used to do the gold bar immediately after each episode? It has that feel where there's a chat room, there's a lot, you can engage with me and Evan if you're a Patreon supporter, there's a chat room, you can talk to us, we talk back to you, we play music, we play songs, we play games, we talk about whatever you want to talk to, but we also spill the tea, we talk more about the episode, and it's only a dollar a month. Granted, some guy did delete his Patreon account, or at least stop supporting us, and Taylor, will you read what he wrote again? I forget what it is. Because I actually think, um, while you pull it up, I actually think this is sells the show. I love this review. Now, I think he's a dummy for uh, eliminating his Patreon. Um, but um, oh, you know what? I can look at it this way. And then I, do you have it, Taylor? Joe's a genius. All right, there we go. Moving on. Okay, <laughs> what were you saying? Joe's a genius, and rumor mill was a good idea. But something other than an apparent crush is needed to balance things and make a show. It feels like we're paying for OJT. Maybe the target audience has other expectations. But best of luck. Okay, let me tell you this. One, Taylor, do you really think I have a crush on Evan? No. Whoa! Wait, there was a, there was like a roll of the eyes, and maybe like a no. There wasn't a roll of the eyes. There was there was a, there was a thought. I don't think that. I think that you you definitely have a predisposition for younger guys. Mm-hmm. Evan is kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna catch shit from him for yeah. being kind of cute. I know that, mm-hmm. but whatever. But I don't think you have a crush on him. I think that it is as you're getting to know him, you are. Just kind of like he's just sort of this little, he's like a little puppy. Yes, you know, yeah. But no, 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 no. But if 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 anything, it's disrespectful. Is that I don't see him as a peer. I see him as like this little boy. You know. Yeah. Um. The other thing too that I want to say is, look, I and I'm being completely honest. The fact that you even donate a dollar to our show means everything to me and taylor and Evan, Devin, right like i can't believe you i you know how many dollars i give to people none zero dollars right so the fact that you give one dollar a month for this you don't understand i'm always touched i don't need more than that right but at the end of the day it's a dollar 
right? <laughs> like it's a dollar per month, and it like like if you're like I can't believe we're paying to hear this, it's twenty five cents an episode. So uh, uh, okay, I'll I'll refund you the twenty five cents you lost on that uh, rumor mill episode. And by the way, um. There's more stuff to come. Like if, if, if we Taylor and I recorded a first response that I deleted from the stream. You may have heard it, maybe you didn't hear it. I put it on the Patreon for people who didn't hear it, didn't get a chance to download it. Also, um, uh, as, as things come up, sometimes I have a whim. I was actually thinking of doing it this week or next week. I'll, I'll just record stuff for the Patreon. You get so I feel you get so much content for that dollar. Now I'm gonna move on. I've already done the Patreon pitch. The other th- wait, are, are is it the return of Rulaska thoughts? I think Rulaska thoughts is gonna come back. I'm not even lying. Okay, but I think I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's gonna be at the two dollar level. Okay, I think two dollar level you get the Rulaska thoughts. Okay. Okay. But also, I, I didn't have a number last time, but now if you join at the $5 level, you get All-Stars 1. If you join at the $10 level, you get All-Stars 1, everything else, plus Season 6. And I think Season 6 is totally worth it. I think Season, season 6 is, is a great season. Season 6 we, is... We a, outdid ourselves for Season, season six. 6. is so good. The other thing I want to tell you guys... This is, this is the, our version of a commercial break. The other thing I want to tell you guys is... I did a pitch on Patreon. Now I'm doing it to the, all of you. Reviews. iTunes reviews. There are a few bitchy reviews on there. Uh, I, I, You know, in the initial announcement, I said, oh, they're making fun of other people who are on the show. No, there's one that, like, there. first of all, there's, like, three one-stars that are from April of 2017. So way after anybody left. And there's one that's, like, all anti-Joe. It's, like... Like, Joe's horrible, he's mean, why does he even watch this show, he's terrible, the show's gone downhill, no wonder there's multiple co-hosts, because he's so awful. So, I'm trying to drum up... I'm sorry, I'll take that down. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's the deal. Look, the vast majority of you are not on Patreon. I get it, whatever, right? Like I said, I don't give a dollar to anybody either. But... If you enjoyed this show, please, 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 please go on iTunes and write a review, a good review, please. And uh, that'll be great. Thank you. Let's move on. Diva's Lip Sync Live, Tale of the Latte Boy. Uh, do you want to go through queen by queen or do you want to give general thoughts? Uh, we can. Let's let's give general thoughts. Well, no, let's go queen by queen, but quickly. Okay. How about that? All right. Uh, you can you can run down them. Um, I feel like Milk as Celine Dion, Milk could have done more. I think the fact that at some point she didn't actually like hit her chest like Celine Dion is no, did that the year at the Academy Awards where she hit herself in the face with the necklace. I never seen Not that. that I expected her to hit herself in the face with a jar of peanut butter, which I didn't get at first until I realized she was singing the song Peanut Butter. But that's what I'm talking about. Like the song, she had to like really kind of focus on what yeah. song they were actually doing. It took me a while to realize they were singing Peanut Butter. Also, another thing, speaking of milk, and this goes back to the beginning of the episode, my single is going to be bigger than Supermodel. Fuck you. Don't you think that's kind of a tongue-in-cheek comment? I I almost, no, I don't, actually. All right. I think she thinks that she is, that this this is going to be the beginning of something big for her. So, okay. Um, Kennedy is Janet Jackson. Wait, don't I get to say anything? Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) I thought you said you go through them fast. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Milk is Celine Dion. Um, The definition of safe. Like, yeah. what, what comes up later, and uh, it's like, mm, calm down. Yeah. All right, next. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Kennedy is Janet Jackson. 
I completely disagree with the judges. One, no, I don't disagree that it's clear she did not know the words. To she didn't know the words. That was, that was clear that she was just, I mean. Rue pulls up the song in the middle to, to ask her to put her mask on. <laughs> but um, bump So I disagree with them saying that she didn't really have the dance moves down. Because while she didn't necessarily have like the rhythm nation, the real cut, you know, the real sharp moves. When I've seen Janet Jackson perform on live, I've also seen her videos where they're the, they're not quite the the dance heavy, but they're the more fun. That is sort of how Janet Jackson dances, where she kind of has the bounce to her step mm-hmm. and she sort of does the little, you know, pops the shoulder mm-hmm. and then brings the fist in real quick. Cl- you know, she like she does dances like that. So I thought that part of it, especially because it felt like they showed it like three times in a row when they were talking about her dance moves, I thought it kind of looks like the way Janet Jackson would dance. The outfit was not flattering at all. No, but I was I disagree with that part. What about you? It was horrible. Okay, so uh, the next part is Aja is Amy Winehouse. You said that you liked this performance. I like this one. It was okay. I, I don't necessarily remember a lot about how Amy Winehouse performed to remember if she really kind of did a accurate portrayal of her as far as her body movement and stuff like that. But, I mean, I thought Aja looked great with the wig and the makeup and everything. But I'll tell you what. I would have never thought a burned, half-black, half-Middle Eastern guy could have pulled off Amy Winehouse. But he did. I, bu- I bought into it. I believed it. I never thought that's not Amy Winehouse. Oh, well, I didn't think, oh, God, he looks nothing like her. I thought that he, I thought that Aja looked great. I just, I was never an Amy Winehouse. Oh, got, I love Amy Winehouse. I never got the appeal of the, the that just was just not my jam. Oh, really? Yeah. You're a crazy person. <laughs> all right. The next one is Chi-Chi as Patti LaBelle. Come on! On my own. Why did it end this way? Living it up with Patty LaBelle. Oh, Patty, um, you make a good pie, Patty. <laughs> now that we, now that the racist part of the show is over. <laughs> no, don't you um, remember that video? Of the guy talking about the, the sweet potatoes. Yeah. And then he wanted money because he said he was he was giving her free commercials. And oh, that's he why did? everybody wanted her. Oh yeah, no, he he like I don't think he sued, but he strongly, you know, put it out there that he should have gotten money for Come on, Patty! Give me some money! We know you got it. Uh, do we know Patty LaBelle has money? On my own. Why did it end this way? Okay, what, what what did you think of Chi-Chi Devane as Patti LaBelle? I thought Chi-Chi looked nothing like Patti LaBelle. No. However, the dancing, I thought, was was pretty good. Because I know that she does that whole, like, flinching thing with her hands. Mm-hmm. And her, she, like, pops her shoulders yeah. and, and all that. But I think that more could have been done, especially the wig. I thought she could have. I mean, I remember back in the 80s, uh, Patti LaBelle's from Philadelphia. So she was considered, like, a national hero back in the 80s. And she had the wig that was kind of the waves where she had the big white dots in it, where she had, like, polka dot hair. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No. 
Okay. So if she had done something like that, I would have felt like it was gave off more of an essence of Patti LaBelle. But the makeup was almost non-existent. That seems to be an issue with Chi-Chi so far this season, mm-hmm. where it's just like we're just barely going to put on enough makeup so that we don't look like a boy. What did you think of Chi-Chi as Patti LaBelle? Meh. Yeah. Okay. Meh. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Okay. So next up was Trixie Mattel as Dolly Parton. Um, so Trixie Mattel as Trixie Mattel. Yeah. And I, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Like, I think she did a good job with what was a horrible version of Dolly Parton impression. Yeah. Can we talk about something real quick sure. with uh, Ben? No. Trixie, sorry. Go ahead. The the t-shirts with the, the sides cut out with the whole weird kind of lumpy, soft mm-hmm. kind of boobs and the love handles and stuff is really not an attractive look. Sorry. Look, I'll try and dress better for you next time, Taylor. <laughs> Damn it. Come on, Patty. Okay, what are your thoughts on... Oh, we already talked about Trixie, okay. All right, Shangela's Mariah Carey. That was my favorite one. Yeah, but again, the material was better on that one. She had a lot more to work with, and she pulled it off. Look, here's the the deal. She pulled it off, but I'm going to be honest with you. And take race out of the equation. Who else could have pulled that off? Maybe Trixie? Maybe Trixie. Thorgy? If if, if they switched Thorgy... Could not have done that. And and Asha's right. I will say, I mean, not Asha, I'm sorry. Shangela's right. If she would have gotten Amy Winehouse, she would have done something with it. I'll give Shangela that. She's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we have Thorgy as Stevie Nicks. I feel like we've kind of talked that one to death. I didn't, th- I didn't think it was horrible. No, I didn't think it was horrible, but it, there wasn't a lot to do with it. No, there wasn't a lot to do with it. You're right. They gave her a bad queen. All right. So who would who would you if you were casting you were trying to give Thorgy a fair shot who would you have given her? Cher. <gasps> Cher would have been a good one. Why didn't they do Cher? You're right. Why didn't they do there Cher? Are, there there are a bunch of queens that they divas that actually performed on Divas Live that would have made more sense. They and, could have done and Thorgy could have done Cher. Cher Tina Turner. Tina Turner. So Tina Turner. Um. Who else was uh, Whitney? I don't know that Thorgy would have done Whitney Houston, but somebody could have done Whitney Houston. Yeah. Thorgy could have done like. um, Who else could Thorgy have done? I mean, Thorgy's kind of. I mean, I know that Thorgy on her season came out with the big black curly hair. So, I mean, it's kind of a look we've sort of seen her do before that she could have knocked that one out of the park. Who's that ugly chick from League of Their Own? Gina Davis? Yeah, she could have done Gina Davis. I know she doesn't sing, but they could have had her come out and say stuff or something. How the hell did you... <laughs> okay. I'm the one that ugly chick and you said Gina Davis. <laughs> well, there's a couple of ugly chicks. That Lori Petty. Lori Petty is not an attractive woman. No. Gina Davis. Who else was in that movie? Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. I, look, I noticed I said ugly chick and you came up with Gina Davis, which I've actually seen her in person. She was at a movie theater I was, I was, I was at. And um, by the way, oddly seen a movie she was in, which is weird. But 
she's not. You went to a movie where she was in the audience and she was in the movie. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. It, what movie was? I can't remember what movie it was. She, she had a small role in the movie. Anyway, um, she's not ugly in real life. I can't believe you said that about her. I don't think Gina Davis is ugly. I just was trying to think who the because Thorgy Thor is very tall. Yeah, and Gina Davis is very tall, mm-hmm. so that's where I went. That I do not think. I think Lori Petty is ugly. You know, she could have this Carol King, not super famous though, but uh, Gina uh, Thorgy could have played this Carol King. That that would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandy. She could have been. Brandy. She could have been Brandy. She could have been. Uh, oh no, they sing RuPaul songs. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, ben as Julie Andrews. Another one that I didn't get. Julie Andrews for a divas thing didn't make. No, because they just wanted to do the Princess Diana thing again. Yeah. Who would you have put but I Ben? She did great. She did do great, but who would you have cast Ben for real? Elton John. <laughs> Elton John. You could have also done um, Michelle Visage from whatever band she was in. Seduction. Seduction. You could have done. Um, Gloria Estefan. Oh, Gloria Estefan would have been a good one. Um, who's the ugly chick from League of Their Own? Tom. She Hanks. could have done Bette Midler. Bette Midler would have been a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, Ben could have totally done that. They, and they were also trying to play out the British. Thing. Remember, she played uh, Dame, um, whatever her name is, Maggie Maggie Smith. Smith. They're like, oh, well, she played that British character before. We'll have her play Julie Andrews. It was so stupid. So, okay, if, say, Chi-Chi went home last week, yeah. they wouldn't have made Morgan Patty LaBelle. No, they, they did this with uh, Baddest Bitches in Herstory. They have, right. they're all cast. So, um, they, uh, who did they, who went home last time? Morgan. Oh, they probably, who would they have Morgan as? Well, Morgan was pink on her season of Snatch Game. Yeah, it could have been pink again, maybe. I wonder, or would they have had her as Amy Winehouse? Well, no, because if they gave it to no, her, because I know in Baddest Bitches and Herstory they did move the girls around. So like Katya wasn't originally Princess Diana; she was somebody else. If you actually listen to the Spotify soundtrack for it, let's see here. They have the other ones on there. Hold, please. Oh, Cleopatra. Cleopatra, which there wasn't a Cleopatra. No. Okay, we're done with that one. See this one. So how did that work out with you and Mark Antony? He turned out to be a real pain in the ass. Oh, God. They call me a witch. They call me a liar. Oh, Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Was there a Joan of Arc? No. Okay. And then they have later on, they have, um, we're not going to play it, but they have uh, Frida Kahlo. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the Frida Kahlo one is vaguely racist. <laughs> but uh yeah 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 as compared to you screaming patty give me some pie come on patty <laughs> on my own why did it end this way you need to do a karaoke you need to find the karaoke version of that and and sing that song and that needs to be on the patreon feed not right now because it's five after 11 i gotta go to bed soon oh god why did i open my mouth 
Oh, no, it's from Les Miserables. Okay, we'll do him singing with the... Okay, so. Come on, Patty! Come on, Marius! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the song started yet? Come on, Patty! Oh, the song already started! Okay, I can't do it. All right. Okay, it, it, Taylor, it's so late for you. Yes, BB, it is. BB is Diana Ross. Oh, uh, okay. I don't quite get why she was in the top three. Yeah, no, I don't get it either. Now, I don't think it should Actually, have been. Actually, I, 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 I do kind of get why she was in the top three, if what I've heard Shh. I know, I know, no rumors, no rumors. It's the one rumor that I've heard about. No rumors. BB as Diana Ross. Um, it was fine, but you know what it is? Is BB Zaharbonet already kind of looks like her? So all she has to do, and I'm sure BB does it. It's, it seemed like BB had already done Diana before. Yeah. And so she was just doing her like mugging and the hair and this and that. That was really good for all of our audio, for all of our guys. I just did a killer Diana Ross. Ah, yeah. All right, <laughs> let's do the runway looks. All right, so I have in my hand the runway looks. Yeah. So the runway theme was redemption, mm-hmm. and everybody took their uh, one of their worst outfits and made it into something different. The first was milk, and milk uh, was supposed to be it was supposed to be the glamorous look. Mm-hmm. Milk came out in a blue, not plaid, but there were definite, there was geometric patterns on the dress, and it was held together by safety pins, bejeweled safety pins. Mm-hmm. I gave this look out of 10 lipsticks. I gave it seven lipsticks. I thought she looked great. I liked the hair. I thought she looked very glamorous compared to the weird, like, bed sheets that she had on the last time. I thought she looked awesome. What do you think? She looked better. I would give it a six. Give it a six? Okay. Yeah. All right. So next up was Aja. And Aja came out in her princess look where the, that was the infamous yeah. Linda Evangelista ramp. Did you see her t-shirt and that had it on there? I kind of want one. Yes. I brought, I had that in the note. I was going to bring that up when I saw her name come up. Um, Aja looked amazing. She looked amazing. Favorite look out of all. I thought most people looked really good. This was my favorite look. Aja has stepped up her pussy as far as makeup skills yep, go. I agree. And she looks awesome. So I gave this look. I gave this look a nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer and give it a ten. I think she looked pretty close to perfect. I'm giving it a ten, and I felt her Amy Winehouse was good. She should have been in the top three, not BB. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so next up was Chi-Chi, and Chi-Chi was redoing a neon look in which she did not cinch last time, but she cinched this time, and in a green, yellowy, was it, no, yellow. It was a yellow, neon yellow dress with a big pink, like, Muppet fur jacket mm-hmm. and a little pillbox hat. Uh, very Shea Coulee. Yes, very Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. She was very Shea Coulee, but she did not slay. Yeah. Much like Shea. She she came she yeah she came to play, she came to play not play. Yeah. 
Um, but I thought she looked, compared to her previous look, I thought she looked better. I gave her a six. I'll give it a six. I agree with that. So far, you're right. Okay. Uh, next up was Cheech, uh, Trixie, and Trixie was supposed to wear, it was the ugly dress challenge. Mm-hmm. If we're going by ugly dresses, this look should have gotten a high score. Yeah. However, the look was ugly. She looked like a strawberry shortcake and not a doll from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, of all the dresses... Oh God, now that I think about it, technically she did the challenge. She wore an ugly dress. She did. So she should get a higher score. But she, but I think it's going to get her safe. The Dolly Parton was safe, and, and it's the dress is so ugly, you can't win on that dress. Yeah, so I gave her a four. Okay. Uh, I think I'd give her higher. I think I'd give it a six. Okay. Because it matched the challenge so well. All right. So next up was Kennedy, who came out in her... I was, you know, after a long night of hooking. Well, a stylized version of it. Yeah. A stylized version of it. So I thought the dress, when she did the pull away, I thought that was a great look. And I thought the all, the all white with the crystals and everything was amazing. That being said, yeah, the contacts just accentuate the fact that her eyes seem to go in two different. And it was the one eye in particular kind of looked like it was hanging out of her head at one point. I never noticed this with her. You guys noticed it? I've seen memes about this. I don't notice it. It's when she is talking with Ben. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch that where they're talking after with they're, they're deliberating or whatever, it's distracting. Really? It is distracting at times. Um but I gave the look a 6. Oh, I'd give I it higher. More except the eye was distracting. I give it an 8. I thought it was so great because it's so – she took the challenge that she failed. She improved upon it, and then she did even more with it. And like, then she played it up to her speech from the back. I, that was great. Next up was Thor G. Thor, also of the Neon Challenge yeah. from season, uh, season eight. And she came out in a black and green outfit. I gave this look a four. I thought it looked cheap. It looked like cardboard and her eyelashes. I get what she was trying to do. But I have been in a Michael's craft store in the last year, and that paper, I have seen that paper in the stationery section, that weird, like, neon-y poster boardy paper, mm-hmm. and that's what those eyes look like. The hat thing was dumb. I, just not a good look at all. I gave her a four, and that was a pity four. A little pastry? What? A pity four? Oh, a petty four. Oh, my God. Uh. Anyway, uh, she's horrible. She looked like she was walking up a gem... And the holograms cartoon. Like she was one of the misfits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're We're right. the misfits. The misfits. I just made it up. We are the misfits. Our songs are better. We are the misfits. The misfits. We're going to get her. I, have you ever watched those cartoons? They're horrible. You know, friend of the show, uh, Auntie Vera Charles, was a voice on the gem cartoon. Was she one of the misfits? No, she's a random person. Be like, hey, put that down. Like one of her first jobs. All right, uh, who's next, Taylor? Ben. Ben in the dripping in jewels challenge, mm-hmm. which he got rose quartz. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because again, we just did season six not that long ago, and I always remember thinking rose quartz is a weird name for a gem. Um, I thought she looked great. Did you say gem? Her- oh, gem. gem. Truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous. Jem is my name, no one else is the same. Jem is my name. Come on, Patty! (laughs) Go ahead. I thought she she looked great. She did, she looked fantastic. 
I'm I feel like at some point we need to have a conversation about Ben's makeup. Why? Because I feel and I can't remember, but looking back now, I kind of Ben is sort of almost doing this where she's not her where where she's extending out for like smoky eye and stuff like that. She's not extending out far enough. Mm-hmm. So it almost has the look of like tonight it it almost looked like a 19 like a silent movie actress the way they would do their makeup where they would kind of do the dark circles around their eyes but not go out really far but it was more just to accentuate the eyes and just the way she had like you know i feel like she kind of like rouged her cheeks a little bit and stuff it just the way that she looked tonight particularly during the lip sync lip sync she i i was kind of getting like a 30s vibe from her i am ben it's the naomi's that got small Okay, that's Sunset Boulevard. I know. I don't have that's from the 50s. But she's playing a silent film actress from the old silent oh, film actress. So she's um, Nor- not Gloria Gaynor. What's, uh, Gloria Swanson. Yeah, Norma Desmond. Norma Desmond. But Gloria, Gloria Swanson yeah. was in the movie. Yes, version. playing Norma Desmond. Evan, when we ask you about this. <laughs> oh, later. yeah. Evan, there's a movie called Sunset Boulevard, which, by the way, is on Netflix tomorrow. He has fucking homework. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And he can watch it. Oh, and by the way, this uh, Sunset Boulevard, also a Broadway show at one point. Yeah. With one look. No, that's not the song. I mean, that is the song. But I mean, no, my favorite song from Sunset Boulevard is As If We've Never Said Goodbye. That's the song that kills me. Why? Just because it's hopeful, which, which if you know the story... It doesn't work out well when she goes back to the studio. Yeah, no, it's not at all. I I don't know why I'm frightened. I know my way around here. Yeah, I love the song so much I can't remember any of the words. Microphone, I'm all alone as always. Cause Taylor's not on Hangouts. Though he said it at 6.40, it's almost as if we're never saying goodbye. Uh, it's almost as if we're never going to say goodbye. <laughs> I was going to say, we're never going to say goodbye. Uh, okay, who's next? I'm talking about All Stars 1. <laughs> I don't know when it'll finish. <laughs> me, me, I'm first. I could not believe. You were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I could not believe it. Pandora Box gave up before she uh! even st- <laughs> Don't do that. Your parents will come running. I'm acting. <laughs> Have we told that story on the main show? No, we won't. We won't no, we've told it only on... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, tell the story. No, we have to... Uh, we'll save it for Patreon. Okay. No, Patreon's already heard it if they've heard seasons. Okay, we'll save it for another show. Yeah. We'll save it for another show another time. It is one of, it is funnier. Oh, yeah, it's on season than six. The Pointer Sisters. It's story. on season six because we were talking about All Stars in One. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay, who's next? Come on. One of the best Joe Batan stories ever. Okay. Um, we That's t- a good uh, we about- $10 a month. You can hear it on Patreon. <laughs> Dragrace.com slash. No, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash Drag Race Recap. Okay. So next we had Baby. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. 
Who yeah. won? So she had no look that she failed. <coughs> um, in a leather like business suit with a cape sort of mm-hmm. thing. It was it was very Ann Taylor to mm-hmm. me. It was very uh, um, Talbots. Do they have Talbots in? Oh, they uh, sure do. The Red Door. Yes, it was very Talbots to me. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a five because she looked good, but it wasn't anything. Whatever. Yeah, she looked fine. Last up is Shangela, who redid her Christmas outfit, coming out in a big snow globe. So she gets points for creativity with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of just sort of a red, um, like a off-the-shoulder or strapless one piece that had all of these like red half balls on them. Mm-hmm. I did not like the look at all. I, I they kind of reminded me of tumors. Yeah. So it was just not it was not my favorite look. But she got points for coming out in the snow globe. And that's uh I gave her a four. I'd give it uh, a seven. I really liked it. And it's definitely an improvement when I saw the old one. Oh, it was definitely an improvement from the old one, but still it was just I did uh, there's if she had done green and red that might have made a difference, but just the red and white, not not a fan. What did you? What would you say? Uh, Ice gave uh, Bebe a five. What would you say on that? Five. I agree with you. Okay. All right. Well, and I do want to say this as a side note: RuPaul looked great. Tonight. She did. She looked really good. She looked really, really great. They, I feel like they finally got the makeup figured out. They finally got the makeup figured out. On the main stage during deliberations, RuPaul placed Shangela, Ben, and Bibi in the top three and announced Kennedy, Chi-Chi, and Thorgy as the bottom three. Milk, Trixie, and Aja were safe, but that didn't stop an angry Milk from quietly complaining in the back that Aja was robbed. Aja, Milk, Trixie, and Mattel, you are safe. Please step to the back of the stage. Later, Thorgy spoke out during her own deliberation about the rigor Morris. I think Stevie Nicks was a hard diva to do. I'm trying to keep my mouth shut because I don't like I don't want to make any excuses. Yeah, it's but it's not a gay, one, it's not like a gay icon. Stevie Nicks is definitely a gay icon. The words came out of my mouth, and I was like, she is to me. I thought I did a really good job. I'm a little surprised I'm in the bottom, to be honest. You are all all all-stars. Honestly, we have to pick up on the slightest infraction on the challenge. You know what I mean? All right. Thanks, Thorgy. Sentence makes no sense. (laughs) I know. All right. So what were your thoughts? What were you, you know, now that I, you know, I, I write, the, we were doing this on the fly. So I wrote the script before this part of the script, before we got to the workroom deliberations. And I thought Thor, I thought Milk was upset that Aja wasn't in the top three. I think she was saying that, but I think what Milk was really saying was, why wasn't I in the top three? That's exactly what Milk was saying. Yeah. But, That's exactly what Milk was saying. But what were your uh, thoughts on that? Do you think Milk should have been in the top three? I mean, now we discussed this. But no, no, I don't know. She was exa- no. But again, if you if you're going to all, if you're the cute boy <clears throat> at the party, the proverbial party, and everybody tells you that everything you do is adorable, mm-hmm. and everything you do is just it's so sexy and so you, and this is so great and so creative, mm-hmm. and then you suddenly aren't being told, you're not being given any critique. They're just saying you're safe. Mm-hmm. Go to the back. That that's what that was about. 
It, it, it comes off as very childish and very much a baby. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that Milk is behaving like that. I expected more of her. But I think you're right. I think she lives in this bubble, especially a very fashion bubble. Like, you go, bitch. You're going to crush it when you go on there. Like, you're going to do so well. And then she's going. She's not, she's not doing poorly, but she thought she was just going to be the Alaska. She's middle of the road. Mm-hmm. She's middle of the road. That, that's what she is right now. Now... The comment that Stevie Nicks is not a gay icon is possibly one of the dumbest things that's ever been said on this show. Stevie Nicks is a huge gay icon, especially back in her day with all the shawls and mm-hmm. the boots. I and agree the, with you. The hat and everything. I mean, to, to uh, granted, I think, like we talked before, there are other icons, there are other divas they could have used instead of Stevie Nicks. But I was a huge Stevie Nicks fan when I was little. Oh, I love this song. Oh. Come on, Patty. (laughs) Okay, go on. No, don't die. Impossible to follow. That's not my all-time favorite Stevie Nicks song. What's your all-time favorite Stevie Nicks? Wait, what's your all-time favorite Stevie Nicks song? I can't talk today. My all-time favorite Stevie Nicks song. I I love Stand Back. Stand Back is one of my favorites. But I also love If Anyone Falls is probably of her. Uh, oh, my God. This is so 80s. Do you know who wrote this song? Richard Marks. No. Prince. Oh, Prince really? Wrote this song. Prince wrote, I think Prince wrote the lyrics to the song. Hmm. All right, come on. You have to go to bed. Okay. Okay, good night, everybody. (laughs) I guess we're done. Well, Baba Lou's going to be like, where's my husband? Oh, please. He's been asleep for an hour. He's either been asleep for an hour or he's playing with his Nintendo Switch. Is that what you're calling it now? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. Uh, Okay, and and so authority. So go ahead with the Stevie Nicks stuff. I just think that that statement was... Especially considering she was a fan. And you're right. There it, there aren't necessarily all the queens up in the front row going, yes, queen, work. But, I mean, I think that there is a large number of us of this age that grew up with watching this woman who was very strong but also imbued, imbued femininity and mysticism and spirituality and had these really a poet – you know, the, her lyrics are poetry – and she's I, I just th- th- that statement, that statement, actually, I was like, what? When when he said it, because I completely disagree with it. Um, yeah, it's weird. I have a weird feeling about it because one, like, what does he think that he's going to accomplish by saying this on the stage? But yeah, I think it needs to be said. I think it needs to be said, like, I, I was fucked over and I realize it and there's nothing I can do about it. Even though that's not what he said. He started bitching and moaning and complaining. I guess I don't get why we're going to interrupt Vanessa Williams. <laughs> Like, Vanessa Williams isn't necessarily known for when they bring her on being, like, a bitch that dresses people down. I'm surprised that he didn't say something in front of when, like, Carson or Michelle talked. Or at the very least, listen to what Vanessa Williams said and then commented, like, I have to say something. Like, that just came off as, I am so in my own head about this. I have convinced myself that I have been fucked over, that I can't recognize that other things are going on in the room, including the fact that a guest judge is talking to me and also kind of commiserating with me and saying, it looks like you got the hardest, one of the hardest ones. 
And then she just kind of steamrolled over her saying, you know, I have to say something. I have to say something. I'm trying to keep my because Yeah, because she was already thinking about what she was going to say. Doesn't realize. Yeah. She's not listening. She's only talking. Right. She's not listening. Right. In a dramatic workroom deliberation, Ben and Shangela deal with an emotional Thorgy while the other girls have to put up with an emotional milk. First up, Thorgy is on the verge of tears in the workroom. Later, in her sit-down with Shangela, Thorgy considers an offer. Like, really doesn't feel good. I'm, like, really trying. I would be crying right now. To, like, get words out. Just give me a second. Sorry, girl. I don't feel like it made any sense to me, to be honest. I'm nervous to go home. Do I sit here and, like, beg? Is it even worth it? You know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yes, Candy is my friend. I have known her for a while. but I know, it kind of, like, terrifies me. What I want to say is that my mind's not made up. But she knows as well as I do, this is a competition. I respect you. I know what kind of a competitor you are. And you know how I am. Yeah. If I throw you a bone, I'm going to expect a bone thrown back to me later on. I've been saying since day one, I'm open to alliances. That's what this game is playing, It's a different game. Yeah. If you win and you save me and you keep me, oh my God. I'm like, I want to, I cannot leave. I cannot go home. I am not ready to go home. Uh, later with Ben, Thorgy extends a similar offer. Here it is. You win the slip sync and you save me. I'll owe you one. Can I ask you an honest question? Yeah. Do you think I should be in the bottom two? Awkward. I, I actually thought I did a great job. I was, I didn't see anybody. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just have so many thoughts going through my head. Like when you're given Diana Ross and like every comment is like, it's Diana Ross. So, ah. Yeah. You did less, and that was so much more. I'm like, to me, that means you did nothing. You just, it's Diana Ross. Milk, meanwhile, wasn't happy with being safe. Like, you really thought you were going to be the top. I was in character the entire time. And to be standing on that stage and not, not be commended for it. I think that's a lot of emotion for safe. It's stupid. Girl, do you want Celine to come over here and sing you a song? (laughs) Girl. I was in eight of the ten numbers, and I did the goddamn thing. When I know I did a really great job. Call me selfish, but I want want to hear it. I was so excited to get up there and hear what they thought of my performance and what they thought of my redemption look. Because in season six, all they wanted to see was glamour. I feel like you've been giving a lot of glamour. I I can assume that that's what they think, but I want them to congratulate me. All right, Taylor, your thoughts on, again, once again, Thorgy and Milk. Do we have, have we come to this well enough here? Uh, the, the Thorgy thing, I kind of want to speak on the idea of alliances. Like, there was sort of this implied Rulaskatox alliance last time, mm-hmm. even though they were trying to play it off like they were purposely not doing it. This is the first time that we've actually kind of heard kind of the wheelings and dealings of stuff. So I find that interesting. I think that's a very dangerous game to play because mm-hmm. um, eventually at some point you're going to run out of people to vote off yeah. so that it's, you know, every bitch for herself. The milk thing, I think the the one thing that really kind of sticks out with this is I want to hear them congratulate me. 
I want to hear them commend me. Not I want critique, not I want to feel as though I want their notes so that I can do better next time. I want to be told that I am amazing. That is such a narcissistic viewpoint of where there is, we assume there's no room for improvement. We've done everything. Just hand me the fucking crown now. That's that there's something pathological about that. Yeah. I, it was really actually gross to watch. I, if I were milk, I'd be very embarrassed. Like, I'm sure she's doing some sort of viewing party either privately or, or for she's being paid to. And I would just be so, to me, it's on par, even though they're not making a big deal about it. It's very close to Alaska's $10,000 via PayPal tax free. Um, yeah. remark like just sort of like, mm. like bitch calm down yeah calm down back on the main stage Ben and Shangela went head to head in a lip sync battle for their legacies the song Jump by the Pointer Sisters good morning everybody 75 degrees no, we're not here. doing that we're not doing that <laughs> 75 degrees here in Los Angeles Taylor's dancing. Oh, I fucked that up. Taylor is dancing, by the way. After the lip sync, RuPaul named huh? Doing the white man's overbite. <laughs> After the lip sync, RuPaul named Shangela the winner, which gave Shangela the power to send one queen home. That queen, Thorgy Thor. Back in the workroom, Thorgy's goodbye speech was interrupted by RuPaul and Alaska and Chad as Alaska. And Alaska and Chad crept up behind. Taylor, any final thoughts on the episode as we sing the song Jump? I with Thorgy Thor. With Thorgy Thor. 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 Now go. Goodbye. Go away. Thorgy. Thorgy. Um, I thought that the lip sync both contenders were really good. Once they announced that the song was Jump, and you've got Ben and Shangela, mm-hmm. I was like, well, Shangela just won. And yeah. She's known for her gymnastics and acrobatics. Mm-hmm. And I thought that Ben did a valiant effort. I think Ben trying to do the comedy thing was smart because Ben could not have kept up if she just tried to do a straight, pardon the pun, uh, lip sync against Shangela doing that. Yeah, that was a smart move on her end to uh, to sort of like very, very well done. But like she stood in the lip sync, you know, she didn't give up like that. But she like in a noble way gave up was like, yeah, I got because she probably in a certain point was like, look, I won. I'm not going to get $10,000, but I also need to I don't need to send one of these girls home. And I don't want to be right, seen as the person is. Right, because the more you do that, the bigger the, the bigger the bullseye goes on your back. Exactly. So I, I would agree with that. I think the one thing that where she kind of failed. <laughs> now Joe's dancing. Joe's <laughs> Um when she did the thing during the bridge where she was kind of pretending to be out of breath. Yeah. She could have she should have kept lip syncing, but just kind of showed the I'm just exhausted but I'm still doing it. Uh I agree with you. You know, here's the deal though. I will say it's in the top 10 lip syncs for me. I thought it was a really, really it good was, lip sync. It was sync. definitely very entertaining. Uh, I, I don't know, top 10? Definitely top... Uh, definitely top 15, maybe. It might just barely... I, okay, I could see that. 
Right. We, we need to do a top 10, our top 10 lip syncs as a special episode. Oh, you know what? We can put that on Patreon. If you want to hear... If you want to hear uh, Taylor and I do our top 10 lip syncs from the entire show, go to patreon.com slash drag race recap and sign up now. It's only a dollar a month, everyone. Or two dollars a month if you want Rulaska thoughts. Yes. All right. Is that going to be a Rulaska thoughts? Could be. Could be. We'll, we'll announce it. We'll give people time. You're going to allow me to grace your presence on a Rulaska thoughts? Maybe. Wow. Maybe I will. I don't know. I got to talk to the Ru and Laska. Well, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Tune in next week and every week as Taylor and I discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3. Until then, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away. Until next week. Want to share your thoughts about Drag Race? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. If you want to help the show, leave us a review on iTunes. The more positive reviews we get, the higher we move up in the rankings, and that helps the show find a bigger audience. If you want to help the show even more, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dragracerecap. For as little as $1 a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content not available on the main podcast feed. For up-to-the-minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap and follow us on Twitter at dragracerecap. To find all of our old episodes, visit us at our website at dragracerecap.com. Taylor has his own podcast. It's called Pod Is My Copilot, and you can find it at podismycopilot.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor on Instagram and Twitter at PIMC Taylor. Want to hear me talk about Drag Race even more? Well, then listen to me on One on One with Larry Flick every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, exclusively on Entertainment Weekly Radio Channel 105 on Sirius XM Radio. You can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at catchinguppodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batance, that's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E.